Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Stacy Ogman, Reggie Theus, Joey Devine, Eddie Owens, Sydney Green, Larry Johnson, Sean Keane. Armin the Hammer Gilliam, Glenn Gondrezik, Ricky Sobers, special guest Julian Rodriguez, Greg Anthony, Anthony Bennett's sleep apnea machine, musical guest The Killers, and now the host of Round Ball Rock. Dave Schilling. Hello. Welcome to the Round Ball Rock Podcast. I'm back. Whoa. Welcome back. It feels so good. It feels so right. I'm we are coming re- home. <laughs> I'm coming home. We're recording this from the historic, world-famous El Cortez Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Because we're all here for NBA Summer League. Sean Keen, how are you doing back at Summer League? Oh, it's amazing to be here. This is my first time at Summer League, actually. Oh, my word. Yeah, it's also my first time at the El Cortez, which is Spanish for the Cortez. You know know whose first Summer League it is not? Joey Devine. That's me, baby. Um, Joey? Yes. Can you do the thing? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I've I've gotten out. I'm gonna be honest, Dave. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've gotten out of practice with the because I haven't the, been here to prod yeah, you. Because I've had to be the one saying hi to people. Catchphrase. I should be saying hi to people. That's right. It's lit, fam. There it's you go. lit, fam. Here in downtown Las Vegas. I gotta say, guys. We're recording at Dunk Don time, yeah, for those of you that don't know. <laughs> sorry we're not live streaming this on Twitter, but uh, that'll come later. <laughs> and we are joined by the one and only Julian Rodriguez at Juice Manji on Twitter and the host of the new podcast, the ba- Basketball Reasons Podcast. How are you? I'm good. How about, how about yourself, Dave? Oh, man. I'm sitting on a floor in a hotel in downtown Las Vegas. I couldn't be better. Yeah. Sipping on a PBR like a real man. <laughs> oh, doctor. Uh, but we got some business to take care of before we Lots of business. continue. First of all... We're at Summer League. Yeah, well, uh, hold on. Let's oh. Don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just excited. Housekeeping business. It's been a while since I've been on the show. And in that time, we've gotten to 47 five-star reviews on iTunes. Including retired NBA player Mike Bibby, which 
You weren't here when we revealed that, but he reviewed our podcast, Dave. The real Mike Bibby. It said retired NBA player Mike Bibby. Yeah, that must be him. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. So we're at 47. What happens in three more reviews, Dave? You guys all know, you should at least, that if we get to 50 five-star reviews on iTunes, we will do a commentary track for the movie My Giant, which you also know is about white slavery. Uh, Billy Crystal purchases a giant. A giant man played by <laughs> former Washington George Miras. Yeah, I mean, we don't approve of slavery on this show, but we do approve... Of, of white slavery. Of laughter. <laughs> Uh, and apparently you guys had a Lyft driver named George. Yeah, which... It's true. It's spelled a very specific way, the way George Mirasan, the giant in my giant spells his name. It's G-H-E-O-R-G-E. Did that off the top of... Uh, Oh, damn it! Oh, you dumb fuck. Don't get so cocky. But yeah, Summer League, we're here. We're watching basketball. Get used to it. Uh, there's one thing I'd like to say before we get into this, and it's, uh... Hey, fuckers, stop coming to Summer League because it used to be all for me, and now there are 16,000 people at it, well, and it out. bums me out. It feels like when Puffy started going to Burning Man. Yeah, it totally. Well, I mean, I don't know that. LeVar is Puffy. Yeah, LeVar Ball is Puffy. Let's be real. He's hiring a bunch of guys to, like, like Sherpas who show up at Summer League and, <laughs> get, like, sit in the seat before the Laker game. and then We... Dave has a press pass, but Sean, me, and Julian do not. And we had to pull, like, major strings to even get in today because it was sold out. How many people are normally at a usual summer league game? I'm going to say (laughs) 1,000. And today there were 17,000? Yes. That's not going to happen very often. And tomorrow the Lakers do not play. So it's going to be a regular summer league day where you can wander the concourses as much as you want, pick your seat. And you don't have to stay in one arena the entire time. You can jump back and forth from Cox to Thomas and Mac. But today, just terrible. It was too many people. Too many people. So many funny jerseys, though. Lots of hilarious. There was uh, an Aaliyah jersey. Uh, there was <laughs> From a, the Bricklayers. Jesus yeah. Shuttlesworth jersey. Uh-huh. There was... Uh, Somebody who uh, covered up the Lakers logo. <laughs> that, that was the best jersey we saw <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah. So the D'Angelo. Co- <laughs> there's a D'Angelo Russell jersey, but he covered up the word Lakers with a piece of tape and then wrote Nets on it. Yeah, <laughs> he was a star. I oh, I did want to finish my thought though. We should go out of our way to thank listener SF Jeff. Oh yeah, for getting us into summer league today because Sean, me, and Julian almost did not go to summer league. And today. it was a great day. Lots happened. And we got to shout out a fan that we met. Yeah, we met a fan in person. Sean did not. I don't know if he believes this guy Shouts exists. to that fan. He's real. <laughs> His name's Travis, right? Tyler. Tyler. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it was Tyler. Uh, Travis slash Tyler. <laughs> thanks for listening to the show. You're a cool guy. I texted my girlfriend that that happened, so it really meant the world to me. I, I mean, Dave I, has too many fans. He could give a shit. Yeah. I know. I'm always touched and thrilled whenever I get to meet mm. one of you young lads. After you walked away, Dave was like, I should have put my cigarette out on that guy for bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I'm not Zach Harper yet. <laughs> okay. So let's start with uh, the Lakers-Clippers game from Friday. Oh, the battle of battle Los, Los Angeles. Angeles of Las Vegas. <laughs> Of Anaheim. Battle for the <laughs> hearts and minds of 7,000 Kobe Bryant fans. So there's, there's, I mean, there's a certain sense where I, I was like, oh, Lakers Clippers. Well, this should be a big deal because we're, you know, Vegas is only three, four hours from Los Angeles. Yep. So fans of all of the basketball teams in Los Angeles should be excited about this. Wrong. How many Clippers... I'm, I'm going to say I actually saw more people wearing Kobe Bryant Lower Marion high school jerseys than people in Clipper gear of any kind. There was one Clipper fan there. And I, I saw oh, it Clipper Daryl. Yeah, Clipper yeah. Daryl. Oh, it Clipper was well, there was one okay. Clipper fan there, and I, it was Clipper Daryl. I did see some Clippers merchandise besides that on Doc Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it was it was a sea of Laker jerseys. It was beautiful. Staples Center East is what Wait, I call Thomas. Did Teodosic wear any Clippers uh, stuff? He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wasn't at the. Uh, he wasn't at the introductory press conference. It was today? just for Danilo Gallinari. 
Was was Doc was the Clipper merchandise Doc was wearing an Austin Rivers jersey? No, it was with a, dollar signs instead of his number. It was a polo <laughs> shirt because he just got done golfing. Oh yeah, that makes sense. He's there was the <laughs> he there, was just like, oh, I I gotta go to a press conference. Let me get in ninety six holes of golf, <laughs> <laughs> which is twelve less than I play on a normal day during the season. <laughs> uh. The Clippers uh, summer league team is booty, but they won anyway. Because well, that's how summer league works. Is nothing makes sense. My favorite thing about that game was uh, there was a point when they showed poor Austin Rivers on the jumbotron, and everyone booed him. Yeah, he, he wasn't even right. playing. Mercilessly booed. Mercilessly. The Clippers are the least popular sports team in Los Angeles and By in far. Las Vegas. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Most of those people in that arena were probably from Los Angeles anyway. But let's move on to a, a, a more fun Lakers Yeah, game. Lonzo. Wait, actually, I do want to, Twitter. Chill out. Lonzo was fine. Well, he, he shot, shot terribly. terribly in the first game, and then he was good in the second game. Yeah, but even in the first game, like, there were things where it was like, oh, this guy's not a bust. How many? He's not a bust. Yeah, everyone was immediately declaring him a bust. Well, that's because uh, NBA Twitter is reactionary and uh, half insane. But, man, some of those dimes. He throws wow. dimes. He yeah. th- he's been he looked good. I mean, Ingram dimes, looked maybe. amazing. Yeah. And, you know, if people who listen to this podcast know I'm not a big Ingram guy, but he looked great. And I was the fool that said trade him for Paul George, so... You did say that. I'm a du- I'm you a say dumb. a lot of things. I say a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does Brandon Ingram have a nickname? I don't think B.I.? So. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds like an infection. Yeah, B.I. sounds like that's like a bowel thing. The notorious B.I. something. You gotta go to a B.I. doctor. B-I-ish. At, least, at least it's not B.M., dude. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. What did we call him yesterday? Uh, Chandron Bingram? Yeah, Chandler, Chandler, Bingram, Chandler Bong. Remember that from the Friends. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about that Celtics team? What do you guys think of the Celtics summer league team? Uh, it's loaded. I am going to hate Jason Tatum. I can tell already. Why? Um, because he is Paul Pierce. At one point, he banked in a three pointer at the buzzer and then pretended like he actually meant to bank it in, which was like the most Paul Pierce but that's shit what ever. You're, but that's that's what I do on the playground too. No, but he was. You don't do it like Paul Pierce does. I screamed, "The bank is open, <laughs> baby!" And then I got back on defense. I'm gonna hate Jason Tatum. He. I just. I'm telling you right now. I, well, there's gonna be a lot of Jason Tatum slander for the rest of my life. But he's good. Yeah, he's he's good. I just do not want to watch him play basketball. Last year's draft or this year's draft, loaded baby, so much talent. You know who was good for the Celtics though, who I loved, Semi Ojale. Yeah, he had a really good, really good game. Yeah, oh yeah. It's also my favorite scent, Semi Ojale. Can you get that in a candle at like uh, what are the places? Yankee, Yankee. There you go. Yankee candle. Yankee candle. Yeah, Semi Ojale sounds like a good name for like. Like Nigerian slang for morning wood. But yeah, Semi Ojale's dope. Dubaru, SF Jeff, you're going to like him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jalen Brown looked like he stunk. Yeah, I don't know about yeah, that. He's, he was, he he's was at a rough. He was tough at the beginning of the game, but then he put fine. Let's all remember it's Summer League. With second year guys is when I worry at Summer League. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brandon Ingram passed the test. Uh, we also saw De'Aaron Fox a little bit yesterday. Yeah. How are we feeling about that? He looked good. I was more obsessed with Marquis Chris in that game. Julian came up with an amazing nickname for Marquis Chris. Julian, you want to lay this on us? Marquis Chris the Ride. Because it is up and down, <laughs> up and down. It is like space fucking mountain. <laughs> you have to be this tall to ride Marquis Chris. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's basically, you can see him... In sequences, make an amazing athletic block of a shot, and uh, then he'll throw a, a, a pass all the way out of bounds on the next play. Like, at a person in the stands. Yeah, and uh, just a ton of, you know, stepping, at, like, drilling a th- an amazing follow-away three, and then it turns out his foot was out of bounds when he took the shot. So are we talking about like a JaVale McGee type here? Well, he had he had like 19 points. Um, 
he almost had a quadruple double, but two of the categories were turnovers and fouls. I think he had eight <laughs> turnovers and nine fouls. Yes, that's correct. He reminded me of my lost love, Anthony Randolph. Oh, so Anthony much. Randolph. Just bad body language. Amazing play. Terrible play. Like, does not know how to play basketball or control his emotions or his body. It is Six Flags Magic Mountain. Buy a ticket. Take Marquise Chris the ride. <laughs> and uh, I, th- my favorite thing about De'Aaron Fox is that uh, – so sometimes you'll have a guy that just gets to play in summer league because of nepotism or whatever. And this year that was David Stockton, who did not really play for Gonzaga, but <laughs> is is the son of a Hall of Famer. And they brought him in at one point, and De'Aaron Fox just took the ball out of his hands every time he was guarding him. It was fantastic. Like, he made them sit down the gratuitous player because it was just so humiliating for him. Yeah, it was poor David Stockton. Just go. Rough week for Utah, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Start not, selling not insurance best. like you were meant to. Um <laughs> So let's let's go through. Speaking of some of these standout players, let's go through a list of the best people we saw and the worst people we saw in the last couple days. Let's start with Jack Cooley of the Sacramento Kings. I'm obsessed with Jack Cooley, man. Jack Cooley is a he's as wide as a refrigerator. Cannot jump more than seven inches off the ground. Can't jump over a phone book. Yeah, has the name. He's of 26 a years old. Yeah, and he. Just gets rebounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he and and also his name. We were joking that he has the name of like a man who does not speak because he accidentally backed over his four-year-old daughter in the driveway. <laughs> Jack like, Cooley, like he don't from Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He don't he don't say a lot. Sometimes he'll, he'll go on a bender and. Lash out, but he don't talk about his problems. That's not what Jack Cooley does. <laughs> he just gets rebounds. He sounds more like an old-timey boxer, like handsome Jack Cooley yeah. <laughs> against uh, another boxer. I don't know any When boxers. they fought, like, tw- 19 rounds. Exactly. Yeah. Ja- handsome Jack Cooley versus a kangaroo. So my favorite point was he had, he had made this rebounding run, and he was getting putbacks. I don't think he has a lot of range. But this small section of Kings fans just started chanting, Cooley, 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 including one guy who was wearing a De'Aaron Fox jersey plus a robe and a crown. So he was cosplaying as an actual king. The king of leisure. Sure, that's what it is. (laughs) Uh, Now, to answer your question, no, we do not think Jack Cooley is going to make the NBA, but I still love him. You know, sometimes there there's summer league standouts that you fall in love with, and then you got to start watching your local G League team yeah. to see them in action. It's a uh, summer romance, you know? Let's talk about the guy who is actually the best. Brandon guy we saw. Ingram. Yeah, I think uh, I would, I'd have to agree with that at the risk of sounding like a homer, but yeah, he was... No, nah, he was tight. He, kinda, he did everything. He was so explosive. He was efficient. He got to the hoop whenever he wanted. He it finished. It was, it was pretty awesome to see. Um, Do we think he makes the leap, the big leap, and is an, an all-star of some sort? He's not going to be an all-star, not in the West. Maybe in, like, four years. Yeah, but not this some year. Some of those guys start dying. Like, he could be, like, all-star. I could see him being an all-star caliber player in year three. Sure. But, yeah, just given the – well, the thing is, though, if a Laker gets to the point of being all-star worthy – he likely gets voted in as a starter just by virtue of, like, that Laker Yeah, the fans bump. voting him in. Right. So but it's the fans are not entirely responsible for Oh, yeah, they, isn't it? Like, fans are half now, right? So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They tried to make it as complicated as an actual election <laughs> because that's what America's about. Voter fraud! They're sending, like, phishing emails to... <laughs> <laughs> To the league office and shit. I am very excited, and hopefully this carries over into the uh, regular season. Anything else about Brandon Ingram before we move on to my favorite summer league guy, Pat McCaw? Hell Hell yeah. yeah. I love Pat McCaw. Pat McCaw was fucking dope tonight. I mean, I I expected it. He, He played an important role for that team down the stretch in the regular season. Why wouldn't he 
be dominant in summer league. Well, and he's ba- scrubs. He's back at his, and he's a UNLV player who there are a disproportionate number of on summer league rosters. But this is where this isn't really Patrick McCaw's old stomping grounds because he didn't really stomp through college Mm -hmm. but he does thrive in extremely hot dry weather yes that's true that's true like a tumbleweed yeah (laughs) pat mccaw he's a dry on fire what all right Uh, it's a dry he hit a ton of threes he was good um the warriors lost but he was good markel fultz got hurt well here's a here's a fun (laughs) question now that your golden state warriors have nick swaggy p young is uh swaggy and McCaw going to be a subplot in training camp of who gets that those minutes? I was talking about this in the ca- the lift on the, in George's lift. Uh, I don't think so. I think that uh, he's Swaggy P is going to be Ian Clark. Yeah, McCaw will get the same minutes he got last year. So is Ian Clark just going to have to go fuck himself? He'll find a contract. We love Ian Clark. Yeah, I like him too. Yeah, somebody should pay him a little money or pay him the minimum. Yeah. He's an, I, I, he's I, I an important part him. of that the finals. He played a lot of big minutes in the finals. Yeah, he's good. I can see him landing on the Lakers, Luke Kelly. Seems like they're just waiting for those value contracts to shake out. Uh, here's another guy that everybody was raving about, specifically the three of you wouldn't shut the fuck up about Pascal Sycam. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Tell tell the audience a little bit about Pascal and why you love him so much. Uh, Toronto he, Raptors. He just hustled his ass off. He looked like a guy who's going to make a good role player uh, next year for a winning team. He got, like, tons of rebounds. He was flying all over the place. He was playing good defense. He looked good. And, like, it's hard for bigs like him to look good in summer league. I think he's going to end up being the backup three, actually. <laughs> Why do you think that, Sean? Because they only have one small forward on their roster now because they traded DeMar Carroll. Who's yeah, that? Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Who so is he can it? play the three. Who's his three? Norman Powell. Oh, you're forgetting a guy, though. What about Serge Ibaka? Are you saying Bruno Caboclo? DJ Bruno Caboclo. He's ready. Oh, one no. year away. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We need, to, we need to get you a Caboclo jersey for your birthday. Uh, yeah, he looked good. He looked good. But you know what? I'm more interested in talking about the guys who played like shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who you want to lead league. off with? Because it's, it's sort of like the Mystery Science Theater 3000 of basketball. You just get to make fun of these terrible players. Oh, I should say before that, Dennis Smith apparently looked good, but none of us saw him yeah, today. Yeah, everybody was talking. We're seeing him tomorrow. Talking mad-ish about Dennis Smith, so. Excited for that. Let's start with, on the shitty player list, the worst guys, Lonzo Ball's jumper. Ooh. Jumper was, only. He was short on most of his long-range He attempts. is shooting 13% from three. Yeah. Say That's, that again. He is shooting 13% from three in two games. That's not going to cut it, my friend. And, you know, he was he was missing but online today. Last night it was like all over the place. A lot of shots he that hit the rim and went, you know, into the crowd. And but you know, and his passing was so good. That's the only thing. But uh, Joey, you had a theory about Laker fans reacting to him. Oh, they are. That is a bad match, Laker fans and Lonzo Ball. I'm a little worried about it because a lot of those Laker fans are actually just Kobe Bryant fans. And they expect their superstars to shoot constantly. And we're screaming at Lonzo Ball to shoot it every time he touched it. And that is not what Lonzo Ball is good at. Well, I think it'll be different when he's playing with Jordan Clarkson or with Brandon Ingram on a semi-regular basis. Because those guys are shooters. They are scorers. Uh, a lot of that it, screaming and like, oh, you got to shoot. Shoot the ball. Whenever he touched the ball, happened because Ingram was not on the court. I mean, well, and everybody wanted to cheer for him, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they got mad at him. He had a play with like it was like what thirty seconds left to go in the game today with the game on the line. Yeah, and he kicked it for and an open. Three. He kicked it for a wide open three, and the fans got mad at him for not. I thought they were the more shot. mad about the guy in the corner who then gave up the open three. They booed before he passed it, though. Mm. Well, to be fair, I think that. 
maybe it was just the sum total of a lot of like shots in the lane that he passed up over yeah. the course of the last. No, two that's days. fair. You know, because I feel like after the shooting, that would be my second criticism of him is like not looking for his own shot he, coming off of the like because he was able to penetrate more than I thought he would initially, but it felt it felt like he was looking for any excuse to not shoot the ball in the lane. Um, look, I mean, you know, look, like most look. of the time he had an open an open shooter. It's just you'd like to see him mixing a floater here and there. Laker fans are desperate for a hero, and so they just want him to be the hero. Well, Kyle yeah. Kuzma is a hero, but oh boy, you know yeah, he had that, a great game. You know who that hero should be? Jack Cooley. <laughs> Sign him, Lakers. Magic, get him on the phone. Jack Cooley could be all, our uh, Draymond Green. Okay. Dr- <laughs> <laughs> just let that. Yeah, let that uh, marinate for a while. Dragon Bender, oh boy, him and Marquise Chris had seventeen fouls combined. What is he good at, guys? Anything? He getting threes, getting drafted fourth overall, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being like eighteen years old still for some reason. Uh, he seems good at that. Uh, <laughs> probably has a fast metabolism. I think he's pretty skinny. <laughs> Uh, his name game is strong, so that's uh, – He sounds like a uh, a bust. That's a bust name. Dragon Bender. Disagree. I mean, if he's, <laughs> like, in the Kingsguard, I think he's not a bust. Uh, but also bust names and foreign players don't – there's no correlation. I don't, I don't speak those what languages. What kind of a name is Dragon? It's yeah. weird that his last name's Bender, though. That yeah. seems domestic. <laughs> Uh, should we? Does he have a nickname? Does a player this? I'm sure they call him the Dragon. Or yeah, he's got it right. Yeah, like it's Goran Dragic is already the Dragon. Or like Dragon, like the Rough Riders rapper. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw uh, Larry Nance wearing a Zupac T-shirt that was uh, Zubots, but uh, with his face superimposed on Tupac Shakur's head. Junior. Wait, Larry was here. It was Junior. Oh, he was here. Larry Nance Jr. Well, yeah, he was uh, he was milling about by the tunnel. So would that would that album be would that album be called All <laughs> Eyes <jokes>. on the? <laughs> What's the album called, Sean? All Eyes on the Bench. Okay, oh. fine. <laughs> All right. Wasn't worth it on the third. Moving attempt. along, who have we got next? Clipper Daryl did not have a great summer league. I think he's my wor- He's my LVP of summer league. Yeah, he's he's taking some L's. Uh, first of all, he had a uh, halftime shooting contest. With Lamelo Ball with yes. a child, <laughs> an actual legal child, and uh, Clifford Daryl cheated in the shooting contest. Yeah, he started early. He cheated versus again someone who cannot legally drive. I believe. Yeah, he's 16. I don't know if uh, he's got his license yet. He has to have an adult him. in the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> can't drive after after sundown, but he can beat. Clipper Daryl at a shooting contest Very after handily. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Joey uh, had an interaction with Clipper Daryl, and the Clipper Daryl faved a tweet making fun of himself. And I blocked him immediately. You blocked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I you blocked him on Twitter. His ass. Clipper Daryl is no longer allowed to see my tweets, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> also, he was yelling at the Houston Rockets Summer League team, demanding that they return Chris Paul to the Clippers. Yeah. Uh Clipper Daryl's a fucking clown, dude. He was also <laughs> yelling at Lonzo Ball a lot. He was. He, He's like the dark mirror version of LeVar Ball. Yeah. It's like if LeVar Ball didn't have talented children, he would be Clipper Daryl. No, he's like the dark mirror version of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> the problem is Clipper Daryl's never had sex, so he yeah. can't have children. Actually, yeah. to, I think Clipper Daryl is more of the black mirror version of Donald Sterling. Oh, oh wow. shit! Like he, impoverished but black, and, and, also, and, ca- and like a scammer, but super uh-huh. embarrassed, uh, super embarrassing for the fan base. Like, but you gotta deal scam. with him. You gotta deal with him. Well, do you think maybe? Like, why do they have has to deal free with seats him? for life? Because he <laughs> complained when they asked him to stop. You know, they they gave, they took his tickets away or something, and then pe- there was some sort of outcry, like the four Clipper fans. Yeah, maybe I just feel like there's so few Clipper fans. You could go. You could go for a hard reboot on that whole Clipper Daryl era. It might be, which I mean, send him to prison where he belongs. <laughs> it might I think. Be I think reason. it's a it's a Sterling thing. Like, you can't get rid of like your most famous black guy fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> like as atonement for all those years of Sterling. Like it's like, uh, yeah, I, could they like recruit Denzel's son to start going to Clipper games or something like that? I don't think so. You know what they do actually? They should just draft Leangelo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow! Tank and then draft Leangelo Ball. The shittiest. Leangelo's not going to get drafted in the first round. You could just take him in the second. Yeah, probably. for free. Buy get him the for 50, free. Fifth pick. Yeah, or something. and then you also get Lavar. Give him a two-way contract with the Chargers. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think Clipper Daryl is the reason why the curse still exists. Ooh, ooh, that's good. Yeah, if they got. The, he's the last bastion, the last vestige of. The old Clipper way. Yeah, He's because Chris Paul gets really con- would get really confident in the fourth quarter of a closeout game, and he'd look in the stands and he'd see that goddamn red and blue jacket, and then remember, we are the Clippers. We are losers. Yeah. We're not gonna ever win. Exactly. Life is unfair. <laughs> okay, Alex Caruso looks like an undercover cop. Oh, Alex Caruso. How do we explain to the listeners who Alex Caruso well, is? Well, like I said, he looks like a Polish pedophile. Alex Caruso is a guy... Look, I've been to five summer leagues now, and I have never seen a player as out of place on a professional basketball court as Alex Caruso. Somehow he's a, D-le- a G-leaguer, too? <laughs> he's dropping dimes. Really great court vision. He just he has like a a weird kind of seventies mustache, uh, and his hair is slicked back, but he seems to be balding. Severely. Yeah, it looks like they're plugs. It looks like he's he has LeBron's hair plugs. He looks but, like a recently divorced dad to me. Yeah, he's but it looks like almost like he's trying to twenty one Jump Street the Lakers and being like fun being on this summer league team. Lonzo, do you want to know where I could party? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like drugs? Um, yeah, let's not linger too much on Alex Caruso. He's yeah, right. he's yeah. bad. He looks he looks bad. I don't want to make fun of him. He could be on this podcast someday. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he could replace me as the host. We look the same. We have, we're both have we both have thinning hair and we're out of shape and we're white guys. All right. Another sad <laughs> thing is Markel Fultz has a sprain, high ankle sprain. Yeah. Uh, it. I didn't even notice when it happened because Xavier Mumford looked way more injured uh, at the time. I thought Luwalu Cabarro looked more hurt. It looked like 18 guys got injured on the one play, and Fultz looked the least injured, and then he was the one who could not could walk. Not walk. <laughs> yeah. he, just, he just landed on a guy's foot, right? Yeah. He severely High ankle sprain, Ramona Shelburne is tweeting. So that's Which it. means Jeannie Buss called her and told her that. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. That got me blocked on Twitter, I talk, like... talking that mess. <laughs> well, you got blocked by Ramona Shelburne. Yeah, because... You got to do a lot to get blocked by Ramona. No, you know what? I, I, I mean, I think what I said in, in a tweet was a lot in that I, I... Back when she was, like, doing a lot of, a lot of that mouthpiece stuff for Jeannie Buss and shitting on Mitch and Jim... Yeah, uh, I I mentioned that, and uh, yeah, lo and behold, like I was blocked one day. You done fucked up. Yeah, man. we love Ramona. I don't know why I, I even made that joke. Even Julian, who's blocked by her, loves her. Yes, yeah. I keep a <laughs> Safari <laughs> browser window open on my phone, so that you can, so I could tweets. look at her tweets. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hopefully Clipper Daryl will have a Safari browser up on his phone featuring my tweets you very soon. <laughs> Julian, I'll put in a word with Ramona and see if maybe she'll unblock you. That would, I would appreciate that. At Juice Manji. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Fultz will be fine. People were freaking out because he's a Sixer player that got injured and the ESPN telecast showed the, a wheelchair but I think he's okay. It turned out it was just Paul. It was Jason Tatum's wheelchair. They were delivering it to him because he's the new Paul Pierce. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Joey, you missed a, an opportunity to uh, yell out your famous catchphrase, which is, have I told that story on the podcast uh, before? Yes. You yes. have, yeah. Okay, the one time I, I'll tell it again. One no, time, don't tell briefly it. Briefly for new listeners. Okay. One time in summer league when no one came, and my friend Elliot and I were the only fans. John Shire, ex-Duke player, was blinded uh, by a Warriors Summer League player. And my friend Elliot screamed, that's how we do it in the Bay! And then John Shire had to retire from basketball. And I think I should have yelled, that's how we do it in the Bay, when uh, Markel Fultz, Fultz got hurt. Isn't yeah. the fun you say bl- that John Shire's parents were there? John Shire's yes. parents were sitting next to us, uh, and we left the game in shamed and as we were walking out a 
ambulance with its siren on Ooh, drove by us. Oh boy! Oh, presumably full of John Shire. Um, Darkness. <laughs> it was dark. It's a dark story. Yeah, and it's Elliot's fault, not mine. He's the one who screamed it. Yeah. Uh, so what should the Sixers do with their top pick that's safer than sending them to summer league? Yeah. See, this is a bad idea. They all come. They get hurt. Here's some things I would do if I were the Sixers and I had a prospect I cared about. Uh, number one, I would send them bowling with Andrew Bynum. I think that's a better mm-hmm. way to protect their legs. Uh, maybe just put them in a large wooden barrel and roll them down a rocky <laughs> hillside. All right. um, play that game where you stab a knife between your fingers over and over, but with feet. Because mm-hmm. so, they like foot injuries. Uh, dirt bike camp with Madison Bumgarner, Monte Ellis, and Jeff Kent. Uh-huh. And uh, finally, just letting Kathy Bates hit them in the ankles with a sledgehammer. <laughs> just save time. They don't have to go to Vegas. The rehab could start right after the draft. Yeah. Let me, uh, let uh, me. I have one. They should just send him to Dubai because that's what finally worked for uh, Embiid. Right? Yeah, they just had to inject gold yeah. into his face. <laughs> <laughs> let me go back to um, number four. So you, you've got a, a party of Madison Bumgarner. Yes. Jeff Kent. Uh-huh. And Monta Ellis. Mm-hmm. Yes, they all they all say the n word. They all yeah. have it all too. <laughs> Only one of them gets to say it. Yeah. though. <laughs> all of them have it all. I, I really have a feeling that those guys would not get along. No, that would be a that would be a rough trip. <laughs> They'd like JJ Reddick. I could read bike <laughs> magazines together. <laughs> well, before we move on, we have to take a moment to give a shout-out to our new sponsor. Oh, hey! We have a new sponsor again. I mean, it's really paying off that we're here on the Midroll Podcast Network. We're not actually uh, selling ads through Midroll. I sell all the ads, and uh, obviously I'm doing a great job. So, from going to Summer League, we know that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You need nutrition and energy at the start of the day, to keep you going on your day of TV appearances, shoe design, t-shirt design, podcast appearances, and hat manufacturing. You need the new cereal from, from LeVar Ball, Big Baller Brand. Big Baller Brand is a high-fiber, high-protein cereal made from grains harvested from the beautiful hills of Chino. The cereal will take your hunger one-on-one and abuse it. Your intestines might try to stop it, but Big Baller Brand is going straight to the hole. How much fiber does it have? More than LeBron James's damn cereal, I'll tell you that. What a terrible father he is. <laughs> it's also got vitamin B, vitamin B12, vitamin L, along with la calcium, la folic acid, and la riboflavin. <laughs> There's two scoop shots of raisins. The long-range raisins are more unpredictable. Now each box retails for $600 each, and they'll ship in just five to six months. But if you enter promo code D'Angelo, you'll save 15%, and you'll get a game-worn Tarek Black elbow sleeve. Big Baller Brand guarantees that your cholesterol will go down this season and your colon will make the playoffs. Big Baller Brand, it's really good, but everything has got to run through an asshole. All right, Uh, can we get a news drop robot, please? Thank you, robot. Robot? (laughs) Robot, can you hear me? Hello? This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. So we're going to go through all of the major transactions that have happened in the uh, in the offseason uh, since I've been gone. Uh, the big stuff, starting with Gordon Hayward. This is also since me and Sean have been gone. Okay, okay, whatever. I'm not thinking about you. I just think about myself all the time. That's all I ever think about is me, 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 me. <laughs> you know who else was thinking about me, 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 me? Uh-uh. Gordon Hayward when he abandoned those beautiful hills of Utah and their loyal fans. <laughs> Getting that nut, baby. 
Get that nut player. Get that cash, my nig. Um, Gordon Hayward is coming home, too. He's not from Boston, but he might as well be. They should have known he was going to leave once he got that haircut. Yeah. Well, the Richard Spencer special? Yeah. Because when he was at Butler, he had, like, hair that could have been on, like, a polygamous child preacher. Or Dennis the Menace. Or Paul Dano. <laughs> You know, originally like not himself. supposed to play both parts, and there will be blood. Yep. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Uh, are we upset about this? Do we care? There was a weird leak where it was reported by someone at ESPN. I forget. Was it Chris Hines? Chris Haynes. Haynes. Chris Haynes. I always want to call him Chrissy Hines. <laughs> Hines from the um, from the pretend. He's got uh, because because he's got brass in his pocket. I, well, I was what I was gonna say because <laughs> he's city got is sources gone. in pocket. because oh, his um, city's gone. Uh, yeah. So and then Woj was like, "Nah, B, that's not that has not happened yet." And then Gordon Hayward uh, furiously wrote a twenty-one hundred page uh, Players Tribune. Yeah, essay. in the middle of the night. Uh, he, he no, wrote he wrote it in, in the middle of the 4th of July because he hadn't decided yet. And after. Ex extensively rewritten by senior editor Blake Griffin. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Woj says, no, it hasn't happened. And then who breaks the story? The Players' Tribune. No, 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 no. Oh. It was Shams. Shams got it first. God, Shams, God. <laughs> uh, I, like right. that, I like that Haynes just tweeted it and then, like, went to a barbecue or something yeah. because... He knew it was right, and a lot of people were like, whoa, we need an update, and he just left the tweet up, was vindicated. Yeah. ESPN has a, a lot of great reporters. Speaking of Shams, yes. not at ESPN, I did see him at Summer League yesterday, and he was on his phone, and I screamed, Shams, what are you tweeting? <laughs> and he did not answer. And he said a cat emoji. And then that was it. That was weird. I don't know why. He was all of five foot three. He's yeah. very handsome in He's person, small. but also not tall. I sat next to him at the draft. Yeah. Well, now that he has supplanted Waj as the newsbreaker, Woj. He will fire you Wodge. from this podcast if <laughs> yeah. he has a chance. Now that he's supplanted Woj as the newsbreaker, uh, you have to tweet when he tweets the next time you're sitting between them at the draft. Yeah. Shams bomb coming. <laughs> are they going to make Shams you is tweeting? Are you going to have to sit between those guys to separate them like kids on a car road trip? There was someone sitting between them. Oh, no. And it was you. No, no. It was <laughs> Woj, a dude who I, I, I don't know who it was. Shams, me. Hmm. And they weren't speaking. Interesting. Well, they were too busy breaking news. All right, I'm breaking uh, some news right now. The Shams-Woj feud is on. <laughs> <laughs> the rivalry has begun. All right, let's talk more about the Celtics. Avery Bradley got traded to Detroit for Marcus Morris in a 2019 second-round pick. I fucking hate this trade. Why? I, I, for I Boston? Like, yeah, Avery yeah, Bradley's dope. Yeah, Avery Bradley's dope. Uh, once again, it's another East team kicking the can down the road until LeBron James gets tired. Yeah. Um, it's like, fucking try, Boston. You were the number one seed last year. You could have traded Marcus Smart or, I don't know, Jay Crowder, who plays the same position as everyone else on your roster now. Um, I guess that's why they were running Jalen Brown at point guard today, except they also have four point guards. So yeah. four point guards, nine small forwards. Not a lot of rebounds. No centers. Yeah. Not a lot of two guards. All right. Uh, uh, before we, I want to jump ahead real quick because this is related to the Celtics. Kelly Olynyk goes to Miami Heat. What the heck? I don't know what Miami was doing. Why? Oh well, they. they well, I get the Kelly Olynyk part. It's the rest of their signings. Uh, he's going to end up having a very deep tan at the start of the season. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, what happened to? Where's Kelly Olynyk? Who's this beautiful Brazilian god? <laughs> he's gonna look like uh, like uh, Kurt Reynolds or Bert, uh, no Kurt Russell and Captain Ron. No, he's gonna look like oh, yeah. no, he's gonna look like Charo. <laughs> <laughs> Is he gonna get like cornrows? Like when when like somebody goes like on when white spring and go to the beach? Yeah, uh, or like, like go to Mexico and yeah, Cancun he's and the shit. new Birdman for Miami. Oh, he's gonna start having to get tatted up now. Yeah, and. 
Yeah, he's gonna get meth done. There's plenty of that in Miami. Olenek the plug. Uh, I just want to hear. I just want to uh, see him party with Pitbull once. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What's what is Boston gonna do with a 2019 second round pick? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Answer me that question. Can you imagine that call? And they're like, "Well, we're set, right? Uh, this normal trade. Avery Bradley for Marcus Morris. <laughs> Day just like." Wait a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a, a useless second I'm round gonna pick. I'm going to need a second round pick from you guys. I am 100% sure that in Danny Ainge's will right now, he is leaving all his assets to Terry Rozier. <laughs> <laughs> I bequeath my 2019 second round pick from Detroit yeah. to Terry Rozier. What? Danny Ainge did just ruin his son's congressional career in Utah. Yeah. There's no really way did. they're electing Tanner Ainge now. <laughs> This uh, nothing makes sense with Boston. At least they got their man finally. They finally signed someone, the guy that they wanted. Mm. I mean, they Boston they have has done well getting Horford and Hayward. It just still feels like they're kicking the can. Well, Boston has a great white hope. Yep, another bite at the uh, apple. Thank God. <laughs> finally, a white. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know who else took a dry. bite at the apple? Snow White. <laughs> also, poison. very popular in Boston. Okay, the Nets have taken Damari Carroll. Off of the hands of the Raptors. And a number one and number two pick. I mean, that's great. Yeah. They got some draft picks. I like this I like this trade for both teams. I do, too. I love it. Uh, Toronto saves $27 million over two years on the cap. $12 million alone this season. And, and I think they get basically twice that back in tax savings. Yes. And they get their full mid-level exception now. That is $8.2 million. Not all right, let's talk about their their projected starting lineup. Timothy Mozgov at the five. Oh, the Nets. Yes, yes. Let's talk about yes, the Nets. The Nets, not Toronto. We were talking about Toronto. Uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson? Or Nicholson. Probably Jefferson. Or Booker. Damari Carroll. Levert, like the singer? Karis. <laughs> no, I Gerald Levert. It's Gerald Levert. <laughs> Gerald Levert. <laughs> yeah, they took on his record contract, actually, in exchange for uh, some some spins. Sorry. Somehow? I don't understand how that works. Uh, this, Payola's this, come a long way. This lineup <laughs> is all butt-fucked because you have Jeremy Lin starting at point guard. Why wouldn't you? You don't think D'Angelo Russell's going to start at point guard? Oh, right. A, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. D'Angelo Russell is going to be playing one or two in right, that. Yeah. On that. They're, they're going to be interchangeable in that uh, way they'll play, I think. I don't. Th I think it's kind of a formality. Like that song, Detachable Penis. Okay. Um, <laughs> we talked about Miami Heat signing uh, Kelly Olynyk. They also re-signed Dion Wayne. Hell yeah, baby. Fuck, man. I really wanted him to come to the Lakers, but... If he's going to be in a, a warm-weather party town, probably better Miami. He's a Miami hero. The signing they made that I don't like is that other one. James, James Johnson, Johnson, 30 years old. So, Olenek, they all got four years. Olenek got $50 million. Waiters got $52 million. James Johnson got $60 million. And, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think the reason is just that Miami was really capped out. And they're not – well – they're not going to have any cap space next year or the year after, so this was their time to spend on free agents. And I guess once Hayward was gone, they're like, we need the best other Caucasian free agent available. So they got Charo Olenek. Well, and also Pat Riley has uh, – he trademarked the phrase three cap, which oh. is uh, when a team is capped out three years in a row. <laughs> oh, so uh, – <laughs> So Brad get Bastard. that merch, Heat fans. Uh, uh, also, they traded Josh McRoberts, who I forgot was in the league. Yes. To Dallas for A.J. Hammonds and a 2023 number two, or second round pick. What about Bob? Oh, sorry. It? They gave the, the number two pick in that, the second round yeah. pick in that one. Uh, but they did that, and that means they get to keep Wayne Ellington next year. Yay. Oh. So they are bringing – they are really keeping the band together. Yeah. And adding a Linux. Joshy McBobs. But I think otherwise they have the exact same team as last year, plus Bam Adebayo and – Who I don't Linux. get why they took him. Because he has a sick-ass name? Yeah, that's a good name. But, uh, 
Where do they play him? Uh, it's Especially because since they brought they brought in Olenek and kept James yeah. Johnson and still have Hassan Whiteside. It's because Pat Riley actually trademarked the phrase five big. Five which big. is oh. the name of the, his new lineup. Sorry, Bam Adebayo <laughs> is such a perfect basketball name. It's like if your son's name was Brock Lesnar and you encouraged him to be a mortician instead of a wrestler. <laughs> no, he's a wrestler. That's a wrestler's name. Bam is a basketball player. He just should be playing basketball. Anyway, the Knicks. As the, as the world turns in Madison Square Still Garden, no GM. No GM. They're talking to David Griffin. Because they figured out that if you don't have a GM, you somehow sign Tim Hardaway to a maximum offer sheet. Tim Four Hardaway years. Jr. Four <laughs> years, $71 million. This is a situation where whoever takes his job is going to have to then figure out how to trade Tim yep. Hardaway Jr. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I love about this is this is money that no one else was going to offer Tim Hardaway Jr., but still contains a poison pill which the Knicks now will swallow themselves. Why did, why did they think that uh, that offer sheet was going to be matched? So, yeah, 15% trade kicker. And my favorite part of this, he gets 50% of his salary on October 1st every year. Hell, yeah. yeah. So right, before, right before Halloween. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to have the most elaborate Halloween parties ever. Yeah, it, when people come into his Halloween party, they're going to have to step over a dummy labeled Nick's cap space <laughs> to get in there. Speaking of people signing contracts and spending their money unwisely, I heard from my Lyft driver that James Harden is partying at the Aria tonight. Oh, at Hakkasan? No, Hakkasan is in MGM. Oh, Rain? What's the name of the the Aria is it, club? Is, is it Dre's? I don't know. Whatever. Is it, is it I believe Tiesto might be there. Yeah, I saw it on a billboard. Uh, uh, Chris Brown <laughs> is performing. Gross. Tonight. So that's what James Harden has done when he signed the richest contract in sports history today. He's getting turned up. Oh, keep an eye on his uh, social media tonight, folks. Yeah, and watch out Moses Malone's son if you're out there. Uh, how much did James Harden <laughs> pay somebody to beat him up? I don't remember how much, but James Harden paid somebody to beat up and rob Moses Malone Jr. He can afford it. Now he can definitely <laughs> afford it. <laughs> okay. So James Harden is in Houston for six more years. Congratulations, James Harden. Congratulations, Oops. City of Houston. Congratulations, referees who blow whistles. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, of course, too short for blowing whistles. Wizards right. match Otto Porter's offer sheet. Four years, $102 million. Dave... Can I give you a, a little piece of trivia about this? About Otto Porter? <laughs> yeah, about this Otto Porter contract. Sure. He now makes more, mon more money than John Wall. It's not going to go over well with John Wall. <laughs> John <laughs> no, Wall's usually man. pretty <laughs> chill about that, I just had right? To, I had to reboot my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason it's going to go over fuck? okay is that before they matched this offer sheet, the Wizards did offer John Wall a supermax. That's true. So <laughs> all he has to do is sign a piece of paper, and then he's the third highest paid player in the league. He's not signing that paper. He's still bitter about Reggie Jackson's deal. <laughs> he's coming to the Lakers. Okay. Uh, Kings signed George Hill, Zebo, and Vince Carter to short-term deals. Which is a great NBA 2K17. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited to watch that. Because it is a big three team, those three. Yeah, guys. it is like a big three team. Um, and then the big three, it's just really weird that the entire remainder of the team is, it's like two, you know, the oldest guy in the league, Vince mm -hmm. Carter, uh, Zach Randolph, you know, 15-year veteran or whatever, George Hill, uh, 10, 23-year-olds, yeah. and then Costa Kufos. It's, it's like full house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like these guys are like, oh, we got abandoned. What happened? Oh, our dad Boogie died. <laughs> yeah, well, I, we got to bring in, uh, you know, Zach Randolph, his cousin George, and then his childhood best friend Vince Carter. It's uh, it's like three men and a baby, but it's three men in a basketball franchise. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. A, they're gonna be a fun league pass team. Vivek is Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> um, yeah. 
It's very weird. I, I guess Dave Jor- is Jorger. Dave Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger calling the shots. I think so. Yeah. Those are two two big grizzly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. If he could, if he could get uh, Marcus Hall, I'm sure he would. Okay, Oklahoma City has added Patrick Patterson and Raymond Felton. What? What? I, good moves, man. Ray Felton is washed. Yeah, but, you know, he has to play, what, four minutes a game? Doesn't Russell Westbrook play the entire game? They had, like, no backup. They were playing s- – he's still better than Samaj Christian. Yes. Couldn't get Nate Robinson out of retirement? <laughs> I mean, just he's Raymond playing football, he's playing bro. Football Fat Ray Felton is going to get – Way fatter, eating biscuits and gravy for Yeah, but every meal. the big signing here is Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson's going to be really good for them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Them and Paul George, that's a good team. Yeah, yeah they're going to be – that's a that's a four seed. Three good team, seed, maybe. good signing. Uh, okay, so Spurs sign Rudy Gay. Oh, boy. It's going to be interesting to see Rudy Gay and Greg Popovich together. Uh, and his shredded Achilles. Maybe his Achilles can hang out with Tony Parker's quad. And um, Manu Ginobili's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger. Uh, this is a weird match. I don't know what it's going to yeah. look like. Sometimes Greg Popovich, it's kind of, I think it's a little bit like the Warriors getting JaVale McGee or Nick Young. Sometimes Greg Popovich just likes to dare himself. Yeah, yeah he's like, what can I do with a 40-year-old big dog Glenn Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's add Tracy McGrady. To this team <laughs> two weeks before the playoffs. Let's do that. <laughs> What's Dennis Rodman up to? You know what? I think we can we can really get something out of uh, Antonio McDias after his 17th knee surgery. <laughs> okay, finally, the uh, Indiana Pacers. Um, shout out Megan Gailey. Sorry. Sorry, Megan. This team sucks. <laughs> 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 they signed Darren Collison. I know. Uh, who I believe has a bench war now for his arrest. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he's also returning to the Pacers. Well, and the other sad thing about this is not only is it sad when your team signs Darren Collison at any point, it also is the death of Point Lance. Yeah, we were really stoked about Lance Stevenson playing. Born ready. Card. Team born ready. We wanted to see it. He's Give him leader. the ball. Let him lead. <laughs> Lance, brother of Lance. <laughs> That's Let Lance amazing. Be great again. Um, and then they also got Boyan Bogdanovich, which I like Boyan, but whatever. That's weird. The Kings just, also got Bogdan. We didn't mention that. It's the Kings had Bogdan, they couldn't yeah. have Bogdan and Boyan on the same team. It is. I the Kings should have signed, should have taken some of that old man money and just given it to Boyan, so they could have a Bogdan Boyan. <laughs> Boyan. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a cartoon <laughs> noise. Beavis Bogdan Boyan. It's like a Acme product just opened. All right. Um, and they switch jerseys at halftime all the time. Yeah, for funsies. Uh, the one thing we didn't mention was Danilo Gallinari yeah. oh, to the Clippers. Right. I was at the press conference. It was thrilling. Uh, he eye-rolled hard. Yeah. And so they managed to uh, make the Paul Millsap to Denver uh, signing a sign-in trade. Which we predicted last episode, so we don't need to talk about that either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, no, Millsap. We predicted Millsap to the Nuggets. Yeah, we yeah. kind of talked about it. I mean, it's – it's Yeah. They got the best guy available for them, and they didn't sign him to very many years. So, great job. Um, and I, bad I, job, Hawks, not trading him. I like Gallo uh, on the Clippers. I think that that's going to keep them from completely imploding next season. Yeah, they're going to be fun. He's a super fun player, and he seems so excited about living in Los Angeles. He didn't he's he seem s- really happy at the press conference? He said something about slamming so much gash. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. It to sounds fuck very all the pussies. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "They call me the rooster, but wait till you see the rooster's cock." <laughs> all right, uh, what? I'm going to. It's all much more endearing with an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah. I, like, get the, hey, I, I, I get it wet <laughs> with my, my pin. It's a me, the fuck machine. I'm Makami. All of my life, I, my mama making me the spaghetti, and she says, Summer day, my boy, you're going to go to America, and you're going to go to the most 
beautiful entertainment destination on the West Coast, you're going to play at L.A. Live. <laughs> it's L.A. Live. I, I said La Live, and she's like, ah, you shut your mouth. <laughs> I slap at the ass, and I lick at the clit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so that that's his catchphrase. And I was wow. Weird. And he just started screaming about the clit. That's actually like, Donald Sterling's old catchphrase, so that works <laughs> out okay. The ass and I he said that the in that deposition. To V. Stiviano. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's all is on the rundown, guys. That's it. Yeah. Uh, are we're not. Le- are we leaving out any moves? Probably, but I we'll mean, talk. We're Jesus. gonna have. We're gonna have to get to team previews. Yeah. We're gonna cover the moves, it all. Don't how worry. How about the moves like Jagger? They did play that before oh, a summer times. league game today. Yeah, they usually do. Before yeah. the oh man, that T Wolves Raptors game where the Wolves had zero potential NBA players. I think it sucked the life game. out of me watching that. Why wouldn't they send Tyus Jones? Uh, I think he's in his third year is he? this next year. Yeah, I think you're right. Also, I think he's going to have to play. He is going to play a lot. Yeah. We'll get to more moves later. I'm sure we forgot some. Don't worry, round ball rockers. We'll be back. Yeah. Uh, but I need to turn the air conditioning back on in this room because it hot. is killing me. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm becoming incredibly depressed. Los Angeles is incredibly hot, and we somehow went somewhere 10 degrees warmer. Yep. Hey, guys, have you ever thought about um, maybe putting summer league in Vancouver. Oh, oh. gross! I uh, love like Vegas. We've got to go play slot machines. The yeah, drinking age is actually too low, and I think the Ball family would get into trouble. Yeah. Uh, Joey's making. Let's get out of here. Let's Joey's, get out of here. <laughs> Joey's making a jerk off hand. I think that means he wants to go play slot machines. Uh, Julian, tell us about your podcast real quick. Um, it is. Uh, it's. I like to think it's more of an NBA podcast, but. Uh, me and, and the co-host, uh, Brandon Montgomery, are both big Laker fans. Um, I, I would say a good way to analogy is it's an NBA pod, but a Laker pod in the way that this podcast is kind of a sneaky Warriors-esque podcast. Fucking hell. So yeah. I don't like to think about this as an NBA podcast. I think of it more as a current events and social issues podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, agree with that. Sean, anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah, you know what? Go see the business every Monday at, at Little Joy in Echo Park and come see me at the Sonoma County Fair. Oof. I believe this is a Lagunitas thing on Friday, August 4th Oof. at 8 p.m. Should be really fun. I hear the there's, day. I hear there's deals on kettle corn, guys. I think there's a lot of Sonoma, Sonoma rock with the rockers. Yeah. Uh, maybe some garlic ice cream. We'll see. Joey, what's going on? Um, I, as always, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. But this week, I tweeted a bunch of stuff that are pro-Trump and anti-single-payer health care. So we're not going to read. Uh, we're not going to read any of those. So I am going to read a tweet from my girlfriend mm-hmm. at Pagey Price. You'll never order salmon when you're out to eat at a restaurant ever again after you've eaten salmon prepared by Francisco Muniz the fourth. He's the fourth. I don't know, man. I mean, there he should be the last. <laughs> uh, also, how is somebody that is sick, all <laughs> sick and injured all the time, anti-single payer health care? Because he, he gets hit his knee <laughs> getting on a motorcycle and vomited. He gets. He, he gets broke that. his foot trying to hunt scorpions <laughs> at night with a shovel. He gets that sag health care. I think care. he's been struck by lightning. <laughs> and he's a Clipper fan. Okay. Oh. Well, uh, that'll do it for the podcast. Um, yeah, as always, um, what do you, what do you, what? Trust Put the, the process. process in a walking oh. boot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I totally forgot what the sign-off was. It's been uh-huh. so long. Trust the process and shut it down. Let's, Let's play go. slots. Let's play slots. Right. Living legal in large, Jim P's the man in charge. He's got a game on you. Coming up as a youngster, the G had faith. I always pray to God that I'll make it one day. And now my dreams align. My mama used to tell me, you gotta strive and try to be the best that you can be to survive. Now I'm living legal and large. Got a bad bank account and a bunch of credit cards. Making the opponents bow down on the court. If you wanna harm sweet, it's cause I love the sport. Had a fan yelling for joy because I'm bouncing a ball. All I'm like, Shanae, they call me payday. The big ball, how I get you what you want. Slam dunk, hit a three, talk a little jump. Huh. It's all good if you're feeling inferior. Cause I'm superior, much better than the average bro. Me and my crew sticks tight when we step in the clubs and not getting them high.
Contracts left and right for the millions. GP's now on the track. Coming from the OAK is 94, and I'm here to stay. But still laundry with my dogs, cause I got love down for whatever when a bustle wanna come. But you hadn't heard half of the funk, cause I can make my lyrics look better than a slam dunk. I'll be walking to the bank with a smile on my face. Have a Sam, Mr. Pate. Have a nice day, yeah, and that's real. We all know the deal. Episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of. Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.